we're going to talk about uh, two uh, different types of Republicans. One um, has a set of cojones, and the other one, uh, his native language, he would say the word cojones, but he doesn't actually have them. One is Heavy D, Ron DeSantis, and the other one is Marco Rubio. I bet you can probably guess which one seems to have a little bit of a spine and which one doesn't. Um, and we're going to break down the two differing approaches here. Uh, also, just sort of, it's interesting to contrast the different types of men, so-called, that we have. So, the first clip I have here is from Marco Rubio. We're going to listen to him, and then we're going to listen after to contrasting Ron DeSantis. I know, I know that the idea of Ron DeSantis becoming the president of the United States, potentially, you know, people are talking about a, a DeSantis, Christy Nome ticket or something like that. Uh, I know, obviously, you get up into the swamp and, and you get out of your state and things change, et cetera, et cetera. But I understand the buzz because um, there's something about this guy, Ron DeSantis. Uh, no politician is perfect. You know, my, you know my philosophy that politics is football. Okay, your quarterback's not perfect, but at least he's not throwing that many interceptions. That's kind of how I look at it. Certain non-negotiables you can't, you can't associate with. But in my opinion, Ron DeSantis doesn't tick any of those boxes, at least right now. Uh, he's definitely more palatable than Donald. I mean, Donald Trump was hilarious, and uh, I, I pine for the days when he made the liberals cry every time he was on television. Uh, but let's be honest, he was much more, uh, I don't know, less desirable in the moral sense of a candidate than a guy like Ron DeSantis. Who knows what scandal they're going to try to bring out about him. If they're going to, they're, maybe they're going to Andrew Cuomo him at some point. I don't know. They'll probably attempt that in some way. But he seems to have a pretty squeaky clean record. Um, uh, but he really does have that, uh, man, he has that, that type of leadership quality that's very rare to find. He really does. And there are men like that, and he seems to be one of those. Whereas Marco Rubio seems like the kind of man that I wouldn't want to buy a used car from. So let's see what he has to say. By the way, you're listening to The Kennedy Profession. Pretty soon, the live free preview is going to cut out from what we're saying right now. So if you want to keep listening, go to crusadechannel.com forward slash go. You can also go to crusadechannel.com forward slash Kennedy. Wherever you go, Use the coupon code Kennedy. If you're on the site right now, you press that little purple button there, the little arrow, and it looks like a go, you know, play button. You're listening on that sidebar on your browser screen. You're thinking, this is awesome. This is the best talk radio I've ever heard in my life. You wouldn't be wrong. Well, it's going to go away in a second. So just sign up. Stop drinking so many green tea soy lattes. Green tea is okay. Green tea, soy lattes or not. Stop drinking so many of those and uh, save $40 a day and sign up for the best radio station on the face of the planet, especially in the English-speaking language. Second hour, we're going to have a friend of mine, Dr. Bob. He's got a British accent, which makes him sound smarter than all of us. He's an active physician in Canada. We'll leave his sort of location nameless for reasons of confidentiality. I know him personally, and he's a very good man. And he's going to talk about what it's been like to be a doctor here. His thoughts on the Rona. Uh, he's got a very nuanced perspective. It'll be interesting to hear him talk. I've spent many hours with him chatting before, and he's an easy guy to talk to. Should be a great hour with him. Uh, in the last hour of the show, we're also going to um, we're going to look at that story out of Alberta yesterday. Um, I wasn't sure how true it was. Turns out it was kind of partially true. Okay, so we're going to look at that. And then for the last little bit there, we're going to look at Tucker Carlson is in Hungary. And we're going to see what the left has to say about him, and then we're going to see... What does, I know, I know, I apologize, Rod Dreher, I can't stand him sometimes, but he did put out, you know, blind man hits the target. He did write an article about, um, about the situation in Hungary, and I think that there's some interesting information there on how to win the culture war from, from Orban.
the leader of the of the nation of Hungary. Uh, again, I apologize for having to promote Rob Dreher's work on here, but he did write a decent article. It's just the reality. Okay, I apologize. So let's get to see what Marco Rubio sounds like, and um, I promise you can wash down the uh, awful sound of him. Uh, you know grifting the vaccine you can do that uh, by listening to ron DeSantis after so let's just take a look at what uh El rubio has to say i've been told what to do i've been told what to do like after a year and a half of being told what to do and lectured at people that are traumatized they think they're going to close their business again they think their kids aren't going to go back to school for another year they don't want to hear about it they got vaccinated and they're done okay if they get a cold which is what COVID is if you get a vaccine for the most part they're willing to do that. They're, they just are not willing to shut down and they're tired of being told what to do. On the flip side, I have family members and friends that work at hospitals that are traumatized too. I mean, they're being overwhelmed again in some places. I know people, I know a couple that had bilateral pneumonia, both of them. They were on, you know, minutes away from having to be intubated. Thank God that didn't work out that way. But I had a high school teammate of mine, great guy, died two weeks ago from COVID. Same age as me, might even be a year younger than me. So this is a complex issue. So here's what I want to say. If you look at what's happening with COVID right now, the reason why we have a surge in hospitalizations is not because vaccinated people weren't wearing masks and therefore they spread it to all these people. The reason why we have it is we have a variant that, that spreads a lot faster, so you infect more people with it, and we don't have enough people vaccinated. So we have a lot of people unvaccinated. We have a variant that spreads faster, so it infects more unvaccinated people. And some percentage of unvaccinated people, even if they're younger, are going to wind up in a hospital with a really bad outcome in some cases. And the more people are infected, the higher that number is going to be. And- All right, I have to stop it there because my uh, my doctor, I don't actually go see the doctor very often because he's, we found out he's kind of a wacko. But if I did go see my doctor, he'd say your blood pressure was rising too much. That's enough Marco Rubio. But there's some fatal flaws here. This is the pro- This is the problem. This is the problem with conservative ink. And, and a guy like Marco Rubio, I mean, he sounds like uh, Ben Shapiro. He is the quintessential conservative ink swamp creature. This is what the right, well, the, 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 the pretend right wingers just fail to understand. The more you speak out of both sides of your mouth, the less people are going to trust you, okay? The more you speak on the one hand, like somebody who wants to work for CNN, on the other hand, like somebody who wants to be a contributor on Tucker Carlson or something, the more you sound, try to sound like both of those people, you get neither of them. Okay, right here he's saying uh, coronavirus is like a cold for people who are vaccinated. It's like a cold for people who aren't vaccinated because we don't even know if it's not even the bloody cold because we can't freaking know where the cold and the flu went in the first place. It's like a cold just because it's like a cold. If you ever spent so much time thinking about your colds your whole life, you would have been mad. Like this long COVID thing. Is it, who, why do people keep grifting this long COVID thing? I distinctly remember. We've got four children. I've said this a million times. I've got in-laws, whatever. Older family. I can't tell you how many times you hear from people that are elderly and they visit your kids when they're sick, you know, and they end up catching something because that's what happens. Man, I had a cough. I had a cold and that I caught from your kid. And man, I have six, eight. 12 weeks. I mean, it wasn't almost till the hot weather came around. I stopped having some sort of cough, some sort of scratch in my throat. Well, they're just calling that long COVID now. What a stupid name. Long COVID. It's not short COVID. It's long COVID. It's worse because it's more big. This Marco Rubio approach 
where uh, on the one hand you say it's like a cult, and the next hand you say, yeah, but even if you get vaccinated, you get serious outcomes. What are you saying? Speak clearly. If you want to be a leftist, be a leftist. So we at least can be obvious about our hatred for everything you believe. But stop pretending you're a right winger. Stop pretending. Like he's probably not pretending he's a right winger. He'd probably say, I'm not a right winger. I'm just into true liberalism. Blah, blah, blah. But be, guys like this, you know, he's, he's, he's a younger Mitt Romney. And we're seeing this with guys like Ben Shapiro, where they just keep trying to appease a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I'm not extreme. I'm not extreme. And then eventually you just have to bend your knee to the stupidity. What did he say? He said uh, the reason why uh, we're having so many hospitalizations. Well, for one, we're not having so many hospitalizations. We're not. This idea that you can look at the data of a nation or even a state and say, look at surges in hospitals. We have never paid this much attention to data, but I'm sure if we were to pay attention to the data, you could look back at every region and every place on the earth and you could find random, uh, you know, exponential rises in whatever happens in that very different place at different times. That's just how sicknesses work. You could have a, you could have a pneumonia outbreak in the middle of summer. It happens. Bilateral pneumonia. I had bilateral pneumonia like two years ago. That just means you have pneumonia in both lungs. That's a scary way of saying you had pneumonia in two of your lungs. This stuff just happens to people. I knew a guy. I know a guy who died. In fact, I know a guy. I'm, I'm 33. I don't know how old Marco Rubio is. Let's say he's in his late 40s. I don't know. Knows a guy from high school. I know a guy who I was in university with. He was a, a amazing football player. Super strong. Super fit. Rugby player as well. Outdoorsy guy from out in Alberta. Mountain kind of guy. Fresh air kind of guy. Uh, I saw that, you know, I didn't know him very well, but I saw that he died recently from a freak heart uh, problem. Probably was vaxxed. Honestly, he's probably one of those. He probably was vaxxed. My point is, we all know people who die. I know somebody who died. We all know people who die. Don't be like Marco Rubio. Don't be the kind of guy who speaks out of both sides of your mouth. Christ says, be hot or cold. He spits lukewarm out. We've got about six minutes till our break here. We're going to play a, qu a clip from... Ron DeSantis, and after the break, it's a little bit longer, but I want us to hear it because it really is a masterclass, in my opinion, in how to un in how to take control of the narrative by a politician. Let's, uh, Justin, we'll bring that clip up, and we'll just listen to this for the next four minutes before the break. Um, you know, uh, Joe Biden has taken to himself to try to single out Florida um, over COVID. Uh, this is a guy who ran for president saying he was going to, quote, shut down the virus. And what has he done? He's imported more virus from around the world by having a wide open southern border. You have hundreds of thousands of people pouring across every month. And it's not just from Mexico. In fact, it's rarely from Mexico. You have over 100 different countries where people are pouring through. Not only are they letting them through, they're then farming them out all across our communities across this country, putting them on planes, putting them on buses. Do you think they're being uh, worried about COVID for that? Of course not. So he's facilitating. Who knows what new variants are out there? But I can tell you, whatever variants are around the world, they're coming across that southern border. And so he's not shutting down the virus. He's helping to facilitate it in our country. And what is his big solution? What is he so upset about Florida? His solution? is he wants to f have the government 
force kindergartners to wear masks in school.